Listeners, welcome back to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Rob and joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. Hello, Rob. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. No problem. Hello. Uh, I want to thank both my panelists for being here today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're on minute 67 of Titanic in this minute, uh, oh, that's not right. <laughs> I have Jack asks Rose. Oh, it is. Jack asks Rose to dance at the steerage party. Listeners, uh, I'm coming in after an edit. I wanted to let you know that Rob uh, did suffer a stroke during the recording of this episode. <laughs> Fortunately, he was wearing his life alert bracelet. And uh, emergency personnel were able to get there on time. And uh, we were going to come back into this episode uh starting on a later date uh so here we come back with episode 67 <laughs> uh oh. bjorn guys bjorn oh wow rob, see, you, rob bjorn. you sound really good you sound really yeah. good bjorn we see bjorn talking to rose now bjorn if you remember is the guy who was boarded with sven and olaf from the beginning so he shares a room with fabrizio and jack also star of uh, the hit musical Dancer in the Dark. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel bad for him because he's trying to talk to Rose. Rose wants nothing to do with him. This scene was triggering. She, yes, she, she just College goes... College all over again. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, I can't understand you. She, um, saw that, she saw that stern to stern scene and then she's like, <laughs> nope, not interested. Yeah. So... Listen, let's talk about Bjorn for a second. This poor guy. Cool. I think Homogenic is an awesome album. Uh, <laughs> and debut's really good, too. But after that, I don't know. It's kind of just okay. Stuff. I, like that, I guess maybe I don't get it. I like the video of her where she went nuts on that paparazzi when all they did was take a picture of her child. Guys. <laughs> Bjorn. Well, to be fair, like that is kind of invasive. The child doesn't give consent to have their photograph taken. I wish I was never Bjorn. <laughs> We we agree. <laughs> Bjorn, remember though, I don't know if you guys remember, we we suggested that perhaps uh, there was going to be a bachelor party with Sven and Olaf and Bjorn. Yeah. Sven and Olaf don't show up. Bjorn's had an awful time on this ship. He finally has a party. Some, uh, you know, hot girl from first class comes down. <laughs> He's like, this is my moment to make this trip worth it. And he's totally shot down. Yeah. I was going to say that I can't understand you is also a pretty classic line I've used just on anyone. Just be, even if like I hear the words, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be engaged in this conversation. I'm like, what? I can't understand you. Yeah. E- even if there's no noise. It can be. <laughs> At the library? Yeah. It works for dealing with panhandlers? Yes. Um, uh, Rob likes to pretend that he's deaf and use sign language when people he doesn't want to talk to approach him. It's not. It's not a false statement. <laughs> Did you learn sign language? No, I just pretend. No, he just slaps his hand <laughs> together and oh. then does like a diving motion with his right hand. 
and hey, then like leave, and then shakes his alone. right hand side to side and points at his ear. <laughs> These oh. are all true things, and it works really well. All right, um, we're gonna get a lot of mail from the National Association for the Deaf. Uh, <laughs> well, well, don't say we. I don't do it. Trust me, they're not listening. Oh my god. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, guys, <laughs> uh, what are we even talking? <laughs> can we? Can, uh, are you guys Bjorn, Bjorn. because of that? They're not going to get my my Bjorn jokes either. Yeah. Never, <laughs> no one did. Um, what? <laughs> so, Jack, Jack is don't, dancing. Don't shush me, dumb. <laughs> Jack is dancing with Cora. Oh, before that, Tommy shows up with some beers. Tommy's it sounds like we're talking about a high school prom right now. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy oh my god, did beer. you see Tommy was totally dancing with Adora? Then Peter had brought all the beers. And the, and the cops showed up and I ran away and I had to hide in their little so, treehouse for like three hours till they left. So far off the rails. Uh are you guys ready? Are you guys ready to go back? Why don't you let the listeners know how to review us on iTunes? <laughs> yeah. Guys, are you ready to go back to Titanic? Sure. Okay. Jack is dancing with Cora. <laughs> and suddenly, maybe the most important part of the minute, some ginger redhead just goes flying into a table. <laughs> As opposed to... <laughs> Hold on. Uh, What? Some Yeah, a redhead you call goes... him a ginger redhead? Yeah, I know it's the same Why thing. Why did you... <laughs> Now you got another group coming after you. Yes. <laughs> God. So he, but he yeah, it's a pretty raucous party. <laughs> Things are getting a little rowdy. Right. He flies into a table and he does the best thing you could do after falling into a table, which is to simply grab a drink and keep and just keep drinking and dancing. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Um, I think he may have been overserved. <laughs> it's not his fault. No, that's so, not his fault. Okay. Here's a question: Is there a server? Did they bring this beer? I guess that was two questions. But Excellent question. I don't know. Um, I, I know that this is kind of a communal hall yep. called the general room. The general room. That's correct. Yeah. But, it, you know, I mean, I don't think they had a bar for the third class people, even if you paid. I doubt that. Come on. They had to have. What are you talking about? A bar in third class? Just a bunch of kegs of beer. I just kind of got the impression like the t- the third class ticket got you a bed and that's about it. Like otherwise well, you're just kind of treated like cattle. Well, this is a good time are to you mention. Just, are, did you look this up or guys, are you just sur- like surmising here? Rob is in charge of research. I'm guys, in charge of words. This is a good time for today's third class fact. Third class had automatic flushing toilets. While first class did not. Do you guys know why? No idea. The concern was that third class passengers were unfamiliar with indoor plumbing and may not remember or understand the need to flush the toilets themselves. Huh. So, that's your fun fact. Fair enough. The the Um, toilet was a fairly new commodity. Yeah, and also... um, Third, I mean, they are in third class and they are in steerage, but like compared to most any other ship, boat, what what have you, um, 
this third class was actually really nice. Like mo- most people said, third class on Titanic was similar to second class on most other boats. Huh. So um, maybe they did have a bar. Then I retract my questions. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that's a really good question um, that I, I uh, couldn't find an answer to. I'm doing a little Google group research on my own, and oh, according no. to How a post <laughs> from ni- <laughs> March of '98, uh, Bass Beer was. Uh, Brewery uh, had beer on that boat. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't mean they had it on third class, though. Uh, I, 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 I. That's. I mean, to say that they would have all those people on that boat in 1912, and they're not providing them alcohol seems highly unlikely to me. The song finishes, and Fabrizio is very impressed. And then the guy in the band starts hitting the drum. Um, he was seen, fun fact, the guy in the band hitting the drum was seen earlier in the movie when Jack and Fabrizio are waving goodbye. He's behind them. Huh. Um, and I don't know, I think, Duff, you did a little research about this band? Yeah, so this was actually somewhat interesting. Um, so this is not original music by James Horner. Or this, James Cameron. Or James Cameron. <laughs> This is an actual Irish band that the producers found where most great Irish bands are found, Santa Monica, California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. At an um, Irish festival, right, though, to be uh, fair? Yes, at an Irish festival. Um, well, I, I Actually, I think I'm reading an interview now with uh, Gaelic Storm, name of the band, has a member named Steve Twigger. And please don't make a pun, Rob. It'll turn out badly. I won't. I, I don't want to trigger you guys. <laughs> um, so he we, says, we don't take jokes from low-hanging branches like that. says, we started out in Santa Monica. Uh, Patrick, another guy in the band, was a bartender at an Irish pub, and they lived very close. So they started playing in this Irish pub, and a couple months later, the Titanic people spotted us playing at a little festival in town and saw the party we would put together there and i guess that was enough so they flew them down to mexico um again according to james cameron he says they had a very good experience uh, i did not fact check that so they still tour that band still tours too yeah they i, put I out saw like them five... this summer i saw them last summer at oh. irish fest in milwaukee they come to irish fest in milwaukee like every year yeah oh, that's tra- awesome they travel the world so they're yeah, this really kicked off their career. They didn't even have an album at this time. Their debut album came out in 1998. Um, luckily, they were that was actually pretty close to the second uh, soundtrack album for Titanic. It came out about a month later, so they were still kind of riding that. Oh, okay. And so it was a self-titled album. came out in July of 1998. And the song, as it's listed on the Titanic soundtrack is an Irish party in third class, includes John Ryan's Polka and Blarney Pilgrim. And um, on the album, it appears as the song Hills of Connemara. Hmm. Connemara. Not sure how you say that. I do I do like this song. I do like the music they play in this party. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, to me, it feels authentic. Yeah. Well, I've got good news for you guys. What's that, Joe? Are they at Summerfest again? Uh, they will be playing in St. Paul on Friday. What? And, wow. And Rob, they're playing in Madison on Sunday. 
Wow. At the Barrymore Theater. So, hey, we got a little plug-in for... Uh, Gaelic Storm. Gaelic Storm. And they will be in my fine city on March 15th. Uh, what uh, venue is it in the Twin Cities? The Fitzgerald Theater. That's not... That's a good theater. That's not a bad gig. So they must still be doing well. Uh, I have one more um, musical fact not related to Gaelic Storm but I thought it was entertaining unless we have anything else related to them or the the, the minute at hand uh, I have a few more things but continue your, um, well, your Gaelic facts s- well this is not actually it might be Gaelic so do you know who James Cameron had intended to do the music for Titanic before James Horner I Trent Reznor <laughs> no but it is a um, more pop musician from the 90s. Who sang uh, Short People? Randy Newman. <laughs> Randy Newman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you're feeling real down. <laughs> well, this was like his Pixar period. Yeah. <laughs> John um, Tesh. Close. Enya. Oh, I did yeah, know that. Yeah. yeah. And um, pretty, pretty baller reason for why Enya didn't do it is that she did not like to collaborate on music and it was her way or nothing. So she did not want to work. I don't think it was James Cameron particularly, but she just didn't want to like have another person dictate what to write. But uh, she ended up doing okay movie soundtrack wise because she got in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh yeah. That relationship reached the end of the road. That wasn't very good. That's <laughs> nah, not that very good either. I just wanted to make sure we had a Boys to Men song on our uh, on our uh, Spotify playlist you're making, Duff. Uh, okay. <laughs> Shout out to former Heart of the Ocean, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, back in the minute, back in what's happening here, we have Jack. He says, I'm going to dance with her now to Cora. And, uh, and, and he kind of grabs Rose to dance, and and she's like, "Jack, Jack, wait! I can't do this." So, uh, one comment, one question. The comment is: This is the beginning of Jack and Rose using their names when they talk to each other all the time. <laughs> A lot. All the time. Um, this is like when that starts happening, and then also like, why can't she dance with them? Like she's already down there. What's the matter at this point? Isn't the bigger step going down to the steerage party than actually dancing? Uh, I would say that, you know, it's kind of, I do think you're right, and that's kind of like you've already come this far, but I think that's in her mind. It's like, well, I've, I haven't done anything really bad. I haven't touched him. I haven't. All I've done is come down and have a drink. But now, now mm. it's, there, it's, you know, it's a, kind of an arbitrary line at this point, but still a line. That's my okay. theory. I like that. I like that. Um, and then this this minute sort of ends with uh, with uh, Jack showing how charming he is, at least in my mind, when he he sort of looks over at Cora and he's like, "You're still my best girl, Cora." I'm a big fan of that line, guys. Yeah, it's it's weird because. We, <laughs> go ahead, Joe. Rob's an easy mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I. It's funny because we talked earlier about how. Um, there are moments where DiCaprio is great and other times where he's really awkward. And I think this was a phase in his career where if he had chemistry with the other actor, then it came through on screen, but he wasn't good at faking it. 
with other yeah. people. And that, and that's actually probably a good point because him and Kate Winslet were, uh, you know, I mean, this has came out a lot since then, but like were really like got along really well on set. Like they were really good friends and hung out. And I was actually listening to the cast and crew commentary, and or I don't remember who it was, but so actually it was a historian, it was a historian commentary, and they were talking, and the historians were like, "Oh yeah, whenever there was a break, whenever they had a moment." Uh, Kate and Leo would run off to like go hang out or just chat or just get out of there and do something on their own, which is kind of amazing because they're you know working together in this movie most of the time. And then whenever they had a chance to like take a break, they took it together. Yeah, they weren't totally sick of each other after yeah. twelve hours of working. I'm sure they would just kvetch about James Cameron yelling <laughs> at them. <laughs> they just they just go cry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the the I was gonna follow up. There was an article about, uh, I forget her name, but the little girl who played Cora talked about her experiences and how Leo was just kind of goofy and funny. And so that kind of um, strengthened my the theory in my mind of, at this point, DiCaprio could act well with people he liked. Yeah, and he seems like a pretty likable guy in real life. So I think that, you know, it's partly why he was so good, even at this young of an age. Just, he probably liked most people. Yeah, I mean, he has that whole pussy posse thing yeah well that's true (laughs) um do you guys have anything else for minute 67 of titanic no (laughs) i was gonna say joe you awake no i just got bored (laughs) there's a cool party going on where's joe oh he's sitting over there (laughs) is he crying (laughs) (laughs) joe you're still my best girl Um, in a care bear outfit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> call back uh so listeners uh if you haven't already you should absolutely join our facebook group titanic minute steerage um there are listeners on there who listen and look things up and they're way smarter than we are um and you can join that group by going to facebook and either searching for titanic minute steerage or simply going to titanicminute.com slash steerage and tomorrow Hey, what else should they do when they're at TitanicMinute.com? If you're at TitanicMinute.com, you should sign up for Sinking Feeling, our newsletter. But you could also find out about that at TitanicMinute.com slash newsletter. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that tomorrow, tomorrow is Wednesday. We have a Heart of the Ocean. We're excited. And we'll be back tomorrow with a Heart of the Ocean in Minute 68 of Titanic. Um.